No D-boy, but I'm serving dope lines. Uh. Hold up, wait a minute, let me slow it down. Spit it real clear for the people in the back. Hey. Before the Lord said the words, let there be light. light. Everything was black. black. This is no fiction. Everything fact. fact. Follow no scripting. I don't ever act. Fact. I don't ever do it for awards or the plaques. I do it for the ones with the scars on their backs. Hey. Living in the land of the feet. Home of the slave. Where well, you only loved at the grave. Watch out, homeless And the president looking for praise. Lockdown, lockdown, everybody lockdown. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Mask, Making All Souls Kindred Spirits. I am so glad to see so many faces on here today. Uh, well, they're hiding behind their name, but they will be on, uh, I, I uh, assume. Anyway, so thank you all for coming out. And today we are talking about Comic View coming up on their 30th anniversary. Can you imagine that? I know a lot of comics, I invited a lot of comics to come through and, and say what it meant to them if they taped and even if they just watched it, you know, to know that, you know, black comedy was, you know, like becoming um, a, a household staple. You know, uh, I think a precursor to Comic View may have been Uptime. I'm not sure about this. I, you know, I get the days all mixed up in my mind. I was living in New York at the time and um, I remember Uptown had shows that were being televised and they had Apollo Comedy Hour where they did sketches and had comics coming on. Mm -hmm. I don't remember exactly what the, um, the the time span was, but right now we're only concerned with Comic View. And I know a lot of people couldn't wait, like just like with Def Jam, to get to see Comic View. Comic View was one of those shows that was on every night, whereas Def Jam came on only on Fridays. So uh, I just want to go ahead and get into it. We got some comics on here, some who did Comic View, some who didn't, and some who can just talk about their own comedy journey and how is how comedy was back then and how it is now. So let's meet everybody we got on the panel today. Hey, Mitchell, thank you for coming through. How are you, darling? Oh, I'm good today. Very good. How do you feel about being on the number one Zoom show in the world? <laughs> Not just the United States. I mean, in the world, you in know. The world, right? We was voted number one Zoom I show. I mean, I made that shit up, but it sounds good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right? Sounds very good. Put it yeah, out in the atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what you do. Oh, thank you for coming in. Aaliyah no Ford Adams out there in Raleigh, North Carolina. How are you doing, Aaliyah? You're muted. Gotcha. All right. Thank you. You're I'm doing talking. good. How are you? I'm None good. of us read lips. Can you hear me now? I hear you now. Okay. All right. All right. I'm doing good. How are you? I am fine. Did you get a chance to take um, Comic View? No. No. You weren't doing comedy at that time? No. Okay. Okay. So, all right. Well, thank you for coming on. Maybe you're going to learn something today and you can tell us about how you felt when you were looking at Comedy View. Maybe that inspired you to want to do comedy, but we'll be back to talk to you. Thank you for coming on. Hey, Keisha. Keisha. Hey, Barbara. How you doing? How are you doing? I know you didn't do Comedy View because you just started doing comedy about maybe five, six years ago, seven? Yeah, yeah about five years ago. Five years ago, I knew it was somewhere around there, but um, I know that you enjoy comedy and you jumped on there and, and just got a taste of it and you don't even know how to stop it now, right? 
No, I don't. Okay. No. At least you ain't like them new comics. At least you you paying your dues. And we have the incomparable, the man that makes everybody wait while he decides what he wants to do, what movies, what shows, what TV things, appearances. You know, we have to wait until he filters through Aaliyah, all this other stuff, and he throws us his his tidbits. Uh, Mr. Rodney Perry, the man that tells Tyler Perry. Rodney Perry. Yeah. Rodney Perry tells Tyler Perry what to do because he don't convince <laughs> him that they related. How you doing, Rodney? How are you, Barbara Carlisle? I am doing so fine, Rodney. Just mm -hmm. give me a little piece of the, a pie. That's all I want. Just I, think me, I think me and you don't want been on the show. Uh, um, no, it's some more people that's coming. Diane is on here. You don't see her picture, but she's on Diane here. She's she the one that got them yes. Japanese letters. <laughs> you can't read the letters. Yes, uh, yes, I've been on it. I sure was. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Diane, 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 Diane was a comes veteran. to us from Chicago. Diane just like was Rodney. A, Diane mm -hmm. was a veteran when I was a Rudy Pooh. Yeah, oh, you was a Rudy right. Poo. But look, Diane, look how he done surpassed <laughs> us. I don't know what he's doing. I know, but we ain't gonna talk about it. We ain't gonna talk about it. Yes, we we gonna talk about it. We gonna talk about it. Yeah. If I got it on my mind, gotta say it. Gotta say it. No, Rodney, 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 Rodney. Thank, Thank you for, you for coming me. on. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Hey, Tori. Tori has uh, coming to us from Jacksonville, Florida. How you doing out there with her radio station? Power 904. I'm How doing good. I'm doing good. I'm How glad you were doing good. Thank you for coming <laughs> in. Last last week we did a, a, a tribute to Tori with her body art and all her other art. And um Tori is a multi-talented young lady. I'm glad that she came on because you know she's one of the reasons why I am the number one Zoom cast. <laughs> In the whole world, not just the United States, it's all over the world. I, I mean, I ain't even know. I mean, they ain't even got it together yet to present it to me, but I, I know I can feel it come. I can feel it come. Yeah, I know. I'm still smiling. <laughs> huh? I'm still smiling. I appreciate y'all so much. Thank y'all for that. Well, thank you. Thank you for being there. I mean, just showing us all the different levels of you. You know, you're not just one dimensional, you about by eight dimensional <laughs> i was almost jealous of all that stuff you can do uh -huh. Damn, how many jobs she got but it's okay and she ain't even jamaican how you uh -huh. doing corey corey is a comedian out of Asheville, north carolina corey he said he will be listening in because he's doing some things um summers i don't know you but uh please tell us who you are if you want, if you just want to sit and listen, that's fine with me. Diane Quarter, I'll be back to talk to you. Erica, how are you, Erica? She's out there in, I don't know if she went. Is she still in Connecticut or did you go back to South Carolina? Whichever one, thank you, Erica, for coming on. And Ms. B, Bernice Blake, how are you doing, Ms. B? Tonight we're talking about comedy, the thing that make me and Rodney Perry and Aaliyah and Keisha and Corey and Diane Quarter. That's the way we eat. Thank you for coming on tonight. So now, everybody, let's talk about comedy. Let's get it smacking. Rodney Perry, what mm -hmm. are your fondest memories of Comic View? And you how many what? times did you tape it? I believe I did eight different performances. Mm -hmm. um, 
and each time it was a little different but it you know it it became kind of a re- reunion mm-hmm. annual reunion like you know because as comedians you don't get to see each other mm-hmm. you know we we a lot of times working solo maybe with one other person maybe two other people but comic will put you in in a room with all your peers mm-hmm. I, I just remember that being that being awesome and and you could meet the Diane Quarters of the world, the Bruce Bruce, you can meet him face to face, you know, in the little basement of the theater, wherever you was playing at. So I did, I did Bruce. I did Ricky twice. I did, I might've did Ricky three times. Mm-hmm. I did, um, I did, I did one of the early ones. Uh, 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 well, not DL. I, I did wanted you do to do some more. I want to say DC Curry. I didn't do. I don't know if I did some more, but it just it just all blends together after all these years, you know. Yeah, but, after a while it does because I know now, once um, they started getting into the '90s and getting the newer comics, I wasn't doing it as much. You know, really? I had done mine in the early. This was a precursor because you know this was like during the time that I wasn't getting on Def Jam and. Um, uh, Comic View was keeping me relevant because I didn't get to do Def Jam until 1996, even though Def Jam started in 91. Um, right. So um, it was it was it was a beautiful moment. I mean, to did, know, you, did you work? Did you work those years when it was when the money was really low? Yeah, when the money was one hundred and fifty dollars. But, you know, we we wanted that one fifty because you couldn't beat the exposure. You could I mean, you were it. on every night of the week and people were tuning in and they got to see comics from all over the world. You, you know, right. television only showed you like uh, comics that were doing the mainstream rooms and the people that had the sitcoms and whatever. So they really introduced us to the American public. And, and yeah. that, you know, mm-hmm. a, a lot of people talk about Def Jam, Def Jam, Def Jam, but Comic View really set a lot of us up to be oh, absolutely seen by a lot of people, especially people in the industry. It had gotten to the point that some of the people that were working behind the things actually knew my name, and it was like flattering and shocking at the same time. I was like, "Dang, they remember little old me." Oh, they spent you know? a lot of time with you in the edit booth. But what, yeah. what I would meet, I meet, I met. Do you remember the year when they Rodney? Was that wait a minute? Wait a minute. That sounds like uh, <laughs> I got you, little Mina. They they spent a lot of time with me in the edit booth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, no oh, disrespect. We all we all do that. Oh, okay, okay. But but no, he like out. an insult. I don't know. No, not at all. Not at all. Okay. Because all right. the edit is what really made my career on Comic View. Because I did Comic View several times. Mm-hmm. And one year they didn't do no new shows, and so they went back and grabbed all these and grabbed guys. some old stuff, yeah. And they they put together a a, a highlight reel of Rodney Perry for six minutes, and that got me working. Yeah, I remember the first time I saw you in person. I did, and you know, well, I, of course I was seeing you at the things, but I, you know, people were still being not clickish, but you mm-hmm. hung with who you knew. You know, and I remembered seeing you on Comic View a lot of times. And I had come in town to do your show, Diane. And I was staying at the hotel that Rodney was staying in. And you were in town. I don't know if you were taping the show for you were taping your feminine movie. 
and you got out the car like he was so important. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I was like, Rodney Perry. You said, yeah. I said, oh, I'm Barbara Carlos. You know, you weren't that uh, accommodating, but it was okay. No. You didn't know whether I was, you know, walking the streets or what, because, you know, I was... Was not walking those streets. Uh, but, yeah, that's the, when I saw you, I was like, oh, my God. You know, you you actually, you did sit and go. You stood there and talked to me. You told me you were in town filming a movie and whatever. I, that might have been... Uh, when did you do the movie with uh, Joe? Joe? What's his name? Not Joe. What is his name? Yeah, um... If I was doing, if I was doing, if I was in Chicago, it had to be one of B. B Cole's movies or something. It might have been B. Cole, but I thought maybe it was no, because you just did the one with Joe, right? Joe, who? Hey, what is his name? Not Joe. What is his name? Uh, you got Michelle. a like singing. Michelle. Michelle, uh, you better not be in there with no another man. What is his name? Come on, Diane, help me. Yeah, I can't. Oh, God. Now, now we all old shit. <laughs> you remember? He had the microphone and he said, um, beat your children. When you beat your children, you just pat them like this. This is not beating your children. And he was knocking the... <laughs> knocking <laughs> Who is that? What is his name? Oh my! I don't know. Oh shit. my God, he's from Detroit. I remember that joke though. Uh, he's who? from Detroit. Mm. He wow. talked real slow. Hmm. That could be anybody. Come on, y'all, help me! Wow, oh my God, how do I? It'll come. It'll come to us before the show is over. Yes, it will come to me. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't that many people from. He just came to see me when I went to Detroit. But, uh, Oh my God, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> comic View, Comic View was huge. He did now, the thing about throwing up. I don't know. And he kept talking about You did a movie with him. It went straight to um the dollar store, but you did it. <laughs> <laughs> you did Wait, let me ask y'all this, Bob Wabakala. I got the crickets on Comic View. Did anybody get the crickets? I didn't the get crickets. crickets. I didn't you get mean crickets. when nobody was laughing? No, so what yeah. happened, what they did one season is the producers thought they was funny and they mm -hmm. would drop your sound out and and put crickets on your set. Yeah. And so my family is watching and I'm getting the freaking crickets. Oh, I didn't get the crickets. It was, it was let me tell you something, it was devastating. Wow. They thought you didn't do a good job? Yeah, I mean, and, I mean, don't get me wrong. On a scale of one to ten, I may have had a six or a set, but it wasn't a it wasn't a zero. Crickets, huh? <laughs> no damn crickets. And your family watching? That's bad. I know, right? He told exactly. everybody, "Come watch the show. I'm gonna be on." Yeah. yeah, you probably had so, everybody so, so, in Chicago. Let me, let, me tell, let me tell the whole story. So, so no, I was I'm in L.A. at this point. Uh, this girl named Kathy Westfield. Do you remember her? Kathy Westfield. Kathy Westfield was a clean comedian. She had got the cricket. There were several of us that got the cricket. So mm -hmm. Kathy wanted to sue BET. Oh, no. Dude. Yes. So she came to me. She said, Rodney, Rodney, you want to sue BET? And I was like, hell yeah. I was mad. <laughs> and my, my wife was like, don't do that. You don't know if you want to work with them folks sometime later. Right, right, right. 
And 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 I long story short, I didn't. That girl was so mad at me because I didn't. I I should have said something to her, but I just kind of Hollywooded the situation. <laughs> but and I, I never spoke. She she called me all type of bitches and everything. I remember that. Oh, well, she wasn't that much of a Christian comment. This is real good. I mean, good gracious, she calling you all kind of bitches, right? She was mad at me because she was mad I said at I would do it and I wouldn't do it. That I didn't do it, but. I mean, ultimately, you know, we 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 live a much longer career than those moments, so I was able to recover. But can could she have done that? I mean, they paid her for her footage, and they could do whatever they wanted with it, right? But 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 they they really, I mean, her her point was that they was damaging her career with the mm -hmm. cricket. Oh, mm -hmm. I mean, she could have sued. I I, I want to say they tried. Yeah, but that was only seven minutes. Come on. People, I people, mean, people was backing out left and right. Wow. Wow. So that was worse than getting booed at the Apollo type, huh? In well, a sense. In a sense. I mean, getting booed at the Apollo is a bad day, too. Yeah, it was a really bad day. Because I remember when Redbone was on Apollo and they booed him and he was talking about suing and whatever. Wow. So, you know, that's but, the usual thing. So you can sue over edit. Cause they edited the show to make you look bad, but mm -hmm. the Apollo booing your ass—that's occupational hazard. Right, right. Yeah, that's right, right, right. But he wasn't—he wasn't competing. He was one of the people that they brought on, but they still booed. It don't matter—you could still yeah. get booed on that stage. Yeah, that was that was their their that was their mainstay, you know, booing. But um, I don't know. Hey, uh, Nikki Carr is has joined us. How you doing, Nikki? Hey. That's my baby. <laughs> Who is your favorite Comic View host? Don DC Curry for me. Uh, and Curry, then um, yeah. I, I enjoyed Don. I enjoyed Ricky. And I enjoyed Bruce Bruce. Party Gras was the, uh, for me, was the most captive audience. Mm. You know, I, I taped when they taped in Atlanta, but they never showed it. Wow. Really? Yeah, they never showed it. I never got the footage huh. of that one. I don't know why. I don't know what I did to screw up, but I know I, they did put some eyelashes on me that was by I, him before <laughs> eyelashes became powerful. And they probably said, oh, she got them big lips and them long eyelashes. She looked like a giraffe. We ain't going to put her on. <laughs> uh, do do you it. remember Lester Berry hosting? Yeah, when Lester, I, yeah, when Lester, that's when they the did the, uh, all boycott. What was the hotel? What was the name of the hotel? The, the Berry? Something? No, that ain't the right episode. Well, um, uh, what was when they did? You talking about the blue, the, the, blue, the blueberry Inn with Bo Peep? Blueberry Inn? No, I'm talking about with Miss Laura. Diane, do you remember Nikki? Somebody help me. It was, it was, was called the Blueberry Inn. I'm telling you, it, it was, was the Blueberry Inn. I knew it was yeah. some kind of berry. With, yeah, uh, and they did. But Lesterberry yeah. hosted hosted the year that. We was making a transition from 150 to 1500. 1500, you got 1500. I ain't got but 700, uh, but 12 or something, 12 or something like that. Hmm. 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 Diane, did you get 1200? <laughs> I don't think I remember 1200. I remember 700 and something. Um, Ronnie, uh, you got some of our money, yeah, I believe hey. so. 
That's probably true. <laughs> My, I definitely remember the 150, and we did not complain because you couldn't beat it. I mean, you yeah, know, I remember the people thought we were getting money because look, we're on TV, we're they're showing it all the time, but you know, and, and we now we're getting paid. If everybody's on, um, um, what is it, uh, sound exchange, now you're getting paid when people, um, show it. And whatever. I don't get no money from no BT though. You don't, don't get money job. because if it's on YouTube, you don't. But if 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 you put it up yourself and people share it, you will get money. I've been yeah. getting money from BET. Really? Yes. Uh -oh. How do you uh -oh. do that? Educate I don't know. Me. Sound Exchange does it. They just send me the check. Where, you, where you put it at? Where you put it at? Where do I put my money at? No, no. Sometimes in my bra, huh? Where do I put it at? Yeah, where is it at? Where you get the Sound Exchange royalties? I I got a copy of a set that I did and I posted myself. Where? On different things. On um, TikTok doesn't count, but right. You know when somebody else goes and watches it, if I post it. God yeah. damn it, Barbara! You ain't answering my question. Where okay. is the the set posted? Where you getting? I get nothing from BT. Sound exchange. No, I understand that, Aaliyah Ford Adams. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, hear me out. I sound exchange. And I answered the question. No, no, sound, sound exchange through the counting. Uh huh. Like, like, what platform is it on? Where are they counting it? I don't. I really don't know. All I know is it's listed on my um thing of jokes. Right. Right. You uh, know. All right, we had to talk offline because you, 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 you I, I know what you're talking about. I'm gonna get back to you with that because I do know what you're talking about. It, you know, how you be thinking and it won't come to your head right off. So that's why I write stuff down a lot. I have post this notes everywhere. Okay, well, post it on on Ron this picture so he knows how to I'm ask gonna, that. I'm question. gonna let him. I'm gonna re yeah, because if they play it, you know, because I I get I get royalties from different things, but I get nothing from BT or no comic view at all. I got well, one question. Um, it used to be a time that we didn't, but they were the first people that I got royalties from because it took really? me so long to do um, um, Def Jam. Wow. So a lot of my stuff did come from Comic View in the beginning. And then I started doing getting the Def Jam, Def Jam, the stuff overseas. Because, you know, before they were selling Def Jam over here, they were selling them overseas because when Very I was true. in Amsterdam, they had them over there selling selling the um, the DVDs. So they go after all that stuff, all the international stuff. So if they showed, um, see, I don't know how they find all this stuff because you know all I know is they list it, tell you what joke it was, whatever, and how much how much money you got for it. That's the only way I know. I wish I had gotten one of my uh, have one of my papers so I could just go and delineate before, but I didn't even think right. of that. I didn't think what's that, that word again? Come what, what's that word again, Barbara? Delineate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I that. could well, name that. every time. That delineate. <laughs> that delineate. Uh -huh. So I can name it. Yeah. So she can delineate. Yeah. You know how it go. Nikki Carr, did you get to do um, Comic View or were you one of the ones that started with Def Jam? I've never been on Def Jam. You never did a, been on Def Jam, so you did Comic View. 
I did three seasons of Comic View. Okay, when you started doing comedy in the early 90s? 97. 90. Oh, okay. So you had you had pa- you had really passed uh Comic View wasn't really it was it it was kind of done by that time, right? <laughs> no, because they went on into <laughs> the 2000s. It went into the 2000s, definitely. Yeah, because when, once some more started hosting they were doing more of the the California kind of like comics out uh, that that way. They came here to they came here to Atlanta for a few times too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some- I told you mine never showed. I don't know what happened. I was, I was, too. I was on Samoras and Ricky Smiley's and Bruce Bruce. Bruce Bruce, that was Party Gras. And uh, shoot, a couple more. <laughs> I think I did five. Okay, I did. I I did about um, I did about six, but I cannot put my hands on it. I'm, I mean, I remember the outfits. Now that first one I did, if y'all looking at me, y'all know I was mad. I was mad. I wasn't even supposed to tape that night. I, I was my taping wasn't supposed to be until that Wednesday. I just happened to show up that night with Hope Flood with a suit on, and my mm. name was on the door. I was like, "Ooh, they can't wait to see me." <laughs> and they was like no you taping tonight I'm like taping tonight I didn't even have my hair done I had made an appointment Hope had found me a, a lady in town to do my hair Um, that Wednesday I was supposed to tape that Wednesday night Cheryl Underwood was supposed to tape that Monday but I just I was going to wear shorts and something said wear suit." So I wore the black and white suit that I have on and I got there and I was like, well, my hair is not done. So they was like, well, we got, um, and that was during the time when, if you want. What year, what year was that? I don't, I don't remember the year. It was the first year that they were really doing Comic View. Um, that was when they was, you remember when they had the contest? If you won, yes. you came back and take yeah. a second time. Um, when they had, and my my people was Don D.C. Curry, Vesta, you know, the congratulation woman. Mm-hmm, she was and, there. And I can't remember who the other person was. Those were my judges. So anyway, so I'm, I was pissed off because my hair ain't done. So the lady took my, I just had my hair just flat. And the lady took and gave me through little uh, Josephine Baker. <laughs> in the front of my face Baby and I said to them I said well what, what happens if I win I, I don't have another suit because they had told you before you come there to bring a second suit just in case you had a tape again so I had two different suits that I was going to wear and um, so she was like well we'll find you something to wear how you going to find me something to wear I don't see no costume up here that's how you knew it was rigged they already knew who they were going to pick you know, so uh, as a matter of fact, I want y'all to look at me. I want y'all to see just how mad I was. Um, uh, uh, like mine, do you have that clip? Which one, Miss Barbara? The one with the black and white suit from um, Ladies of Comic View, number five. Yes. Oh, yep. Oh. I want y'all to look at my face. I'm mad here. Okay, that's Don Curry's, but uh, okay. Where is she at, that lady? Montana Taylor. I do Montana not Taylor. know. 
Yeah. <laughs> Look at them little jokes of being Baker damn curl. You can stop it right there. I hate, I hated that night, man. I was so mad with those people, man. <laughs> it looked like you was ripping though. The set was hot. Yes, well, you know, I mean, I, I had to do my set, but what I'm saying is, it. What if I hadn't showed up that night? What and they, and they, they told me point blank. I said, well, I'm not prepared. I'm not this. I'm not that. They was like, if you don't take the night, you're not gonna take. Wow. Hmm. All right. Well, fuck it. I'm out of here, bitch. Uh, shit, no, I wouldn't that you know, I wasn't, you know. I was like, <laughs> it is what it is, you know. So yeah, I did Montana table, Montana table, whatever the name is. I did hunt show. Montana Taylor, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, but Montana wasn't the host then when when Montana Montana no. was taping like we were when I taped. Yeah. I'm saying that I did one of nights. Yeah. yeah, I did one of She holds it like two times, or maybe once. And yeah, I taped on one of them. What about what about this comic view all star Dana Point? Remember Dana Point? Oh when my she came god! Her hair yeah. when her hair was half braided. She was dark skin girl, pretty dark skin girl. I remember mm -hmm. Dana Point. Man. Joe Blunt. Okay, I know Joe Blunt is my guy. I did do I did do Joe Blunt's movie. You're right. You're absolutely right. See, I ain't crazy. I told you I got short-term memory loss. Right, they come right, back. Right. right. Joe I Blunt. Did. That's his name. Yeah, that, that movie. That movie is still out. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Detroit. Yeah. I think that's when when did you tape that? Ain't no telling. Ain't no telling. <laughs> Good I answer. was in town doing Diane's show because Diane was the only one that would book me. I, I never did all <laughs> jokes aside. Um I did uh, some of the little smaller rooms around Chicago. I finally got a chance to do riddles, but I haven't done riddles in a minute. You know, right. I kind of like that room too. Yeah, I did a lot of work with Sonya D before she became a shyster. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I walked in on Sonya D one night. She put me up, man. It was such a great room, man. I love Miss Sonya D. Yeah, she had some great rooms. I mean, they were always packed, but at the end of the night, some kind of way, Sonya couldn't count. The mm -hmm. money. She could, and she would she she did like the um the people did down here. They uh they uh the creative tour. Did anybody do the creative tour? Um I did. Ronnie, did you ever do the creative tour? No, no. By the time so you I went down I like the whole ninety five car door. I did the creative coming? tour. Oh my god, do I remember? <laughs> yeah, but let me yeah. tell you something. Um, you were out on the road for three weeks. Yes. And as a headliner, you got $300 per show. And the shows yes. were like two hours apart. You drive uh, uh, from one show to oh the next. And God. you were out there for three weeks. And that was good money back then. When mm -hmm. you know, especially if you had to go do a TV show for 150. Now you're getting $300 for a night, and you always had a guaranteed audience. Yeah. yeah, they were just come. They were just getting on to black comedy, you know. Um, they didn't. They didn't really put us in on the the their main nights. 
No, we had our like nights. Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays. Yeah, we had our nights, the black yeah, nights. Until they started realizing that they can make money off of black comics. And Right. So I want to ask some of the... Com okay, go ahead, Ronnie. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. I mean to cut you off, Miss Barbara. One, one of my... Um, I did Comic View. Cheryl Underwood is the host. Yeah. Uh, it is... It's the same year Katrina happened. Oh, okay. So that's what, 2001? No, I think that was like 2005. Well, okay, whenever that Am was. Am I correct? Let's see. I, I'll Google it and see what year. Let's find out. When is Katrina? Hey, Siri, when is Katrina? She'll never understand me. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So did you ask her so, where was Katrina? She's like, <laughs> so wait, it's in New Orleans. Humor me on this story. So, so they were looking for a new host. BET auditioned a bunch of people. I was one of them. I I did not get the job, but they asked me to be the warm-up guy for Cheryl. Okay. So Cheryl. I get there, they're rehearsing. And I don't know if y'all remember the top of the 2000s, they wanted everything to have reality. Right? So they they had, like what they would do after your set, you would come to a camera, they put a camera in your face and Cheryl would talk about you. Really? She would roast you from the stage. Hmm, I must have cheat that you. If she felt like it. Okay. She didn't roast everybody. If she knew you, she didn't roast you. But if she didn't know you, she would get, let your ass out. Long story short, I'm warming up. So it's it's Cheryl's show, but it's really my show. Because mm -hmm. I'm with the audience all day, every day. So I get there uh, to New Orleans, and they're rehearsing. They want Cheryl to say, when somebody don't do well, they want Cheryl to say, prompt the audience to say, go on with your whack-ass joke. Mm. They wanted her to say that, and so I get there. They kind of rehearsing how it's gonna go, and Cheryl's like, "Rodney, what you think?" I'm like, "What you mean?" She's like, "What you think is going with your white ass joke?" I said, "Well, Cheryl, it's your season, so you got to make it whatever it is." Diane, I walked away from the girl. She come to me again, Rodney, for real, man, nigga. What you think? I said, Cheryl, it's your season. Make it whatever it's gonna be. Mm. We go over to the bar. We having drinks. We sitting down. She said, "For real, nigga, come here. What you think of going with your whack ass jokes?" I said, Cheryl, if you do that shit, somebody gonna kill themselves. Somebody gonna go to the top of this building and jump off, <laughs> or or they gonna fuck you up, right? So you make the call. Cheryl went to producers, told her she wasn't gonna do it, and they came to me, cussing me out. What did you say to Cheryl? You you messing with her head? Da, da, da. I'm like, you know what? I Cheryl asked me three times, and I wasn't gonna say nothing, but she wanted to know because she didn't want to do it. And that, was a bit, that was the beginning of a really crazy season. Well, why 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 was I don't I don't really know. Um, why they started doing the kind of things that they were doing when I, it when it should have just been left up to straight stand up. 
I didn't understand why we had to, they come up with all these off the wall things that they had to do. You well, know? you know, you know what happened is reality had began to be a thing. So <laughs> if you remember back then, early 2000s, all the sitcoms was off TV. Mm -hmm. So they wanted to make Common View have a re reality element. And so, you know, they was trying to infuse that into the show and it, it just never did work out, man. And I'm, I'm glad they did, to be honest. Well, it's hard to, to uh, they don't realize that comedy is our reality. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, it's hard when I can see if it's like a, a supposed serious kind of thing where you got like the women fighting against each other, but we are all up there trying to further our career just telling jokes. I mean, what can be more real than that? I mean, how do you, unless, I, I remember the time when they tried to do the reality show with the female comics. Um, I think Dirty South was one of the ones. Um, um, oh, uh, here and then, I remember Shantae, that. Shantae Wayans, and yeah. I can't remember any of the other comics, but mm -hmm. Uh, I want to say I, I uh, Carlos tried. Miller, baby mama, was in there too. Um, Ashima, Ashima, I think she was in. There. I don't think Ashima was in that one. Okay, because I think the only people that I knew was um, Dirty South and Shantae Williams. I did. I, I don't think I knew any of the other people. Now I want to ask some of the comics who are on here who didn't get a chance to do comic view. I want to ask, uh, did looking at comedy shows like Def Jam, uh, Comic View, uh, Apollo Comedy. Y'all remember that, right? Rodney and Diane and Nikki. Um, did that have an influence on the reasoning behind y'all deciding to do comedy? Keisha? Um, well, I, I will say when I looked at Comic View and I saw you guys up there, to me, it was like, I don't know what it is. I was just drawing to you guys. Like, I didn't care. I just wanted to see y'all every night. I didn't care if it was reruns or whatever it was. I just thought, I thought that was something that I could never do. You, you know, not really never do, but didn't know how to wrap my mind around it because I'm from a small town of mm -hmm. Bishopville. All we know is cornfields and cotton fields and stuff like that. So to see you guys, it was like, I want I want to be around it as much as possible. Mm -hmm. So I was afraid because of um, you know how coming from a small town, someone is always telling you what you can't do. So I still battle with that right now. Mm -hmm. So I started doing like um and we can tell because you said rat now. <laughs> <laughs> well you battle I with rats. Still, you see. Rat, rat now, rat now. That's quicker than right now. You know. Oh my god, I thought about <laughs> well, you said, well, I, I still got that country twain with me. You show you ain't gonna lose that. Don't do it. Don't but do you know, it. um, oh. I start doing different contests like that. Chances and so the thing that um, got me the most is when I had the host for you, you was the first person, Barbara, um, that I had the host from that I seen on Comic View. And I didn't know how much of a fan I was of yours until they told me I had to host for you at the Comedy House here in Columbia, South Carolina. I remember and I that. had to go and look you up. And it was one joke I'll never forget it. I don't care how many, how old it gets. It's that little red riding hood joke. Oh, and they're wearing it out on TikTok, man. It's they, crazy. Yeah. 
And I want to ask in, in a few minutes about that, how comics feel about other people, you know, elevating themselves by using your voice, your material, and, you know, you can't get any residuals or anything from it. Not right now. So, um, Keisha, I remember when you did, uh, you had, when I met you and you came back and you was like, I'm going to be so nervous. I was like, no, you're not going to be nervous. Go out and do, you know, do what you got to do, whatever, you know. And um, I was very surprised for that to be your first time that you had such spark and whatever. So, I mean, you you were pretty good. You, you were good. You were good. So I appreciate it. I you mean, chose correctly. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, the to watch you guys, to be on the watch comic view, to, to finally get to meet Ronnie back when y'all did the the comedy. The comedy. Um, um, you remember when um, Lulu did the the awards show, the um, conference? Oh, I love I, I, I love Lulu. And I got to call her her birthday. Yeah, that was the precursor. <laughs> To, uh, hope bringing her um, comedy award show down. Um, Rodney and I were um, judges there yes. for all the the comedian contests that they had. But the know. comedy now, the comedy back then, I wish I was around more for that. I wish I was a little bit older so that I could have really be a part of it because the comic, the comics now to me. It's not. It's not realistic. It's just to me. It's, it's too much trying. The, what you guys gave us was so much, so natural. So it was just. Well, you know, um, I, and, and me I and Rodney, we're not going to agree with this because Rodney <laughs> and I have this talk. He's been on here several times talking about the evolution of comedy and how the um, us being regular stand-up comics compared to these internet comics that, you know, got all the followers, ain't got a joke, but they got a, a, a skit that they have segued into a, a supposed comedy career. Um, I, the art form of comedy is, 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 to me, being in this business come October will be 46 years, um, the, wow. just that art form, uh, sitting down, writing a joke and, and going through that whole process, you know, that's the thing that people are not getting to me, you know, that, it, um, it's, I, I, I just get so passionate about the fact that, you know, you, we struggled and, and I know there's such a thing as evolution, but. Some stuff you just don't mess with. That, that's the way I feel about it. Leah, how do you feel? How long have you been doing comedy, Leah? Next month, well, November will be 12 years. Okay. So when you, when you saw Comic View and Def Jam and Apollo Comedy Hours, was that one of the things that influenced you to do comedy? Or were you walking around, you being funny in your family, and they said, girl, you ought to do comedy. Well, well yeah, comedy, comedy has been my life. And watching you guys... I, I and I never knew how you got started. That was the whole thing, but I loved it sitting there because every time the shows was on, I'm there front and center. <laughs> I'm well, watching. You, you want to know how we got started? How did you get started? What was your first time like? My um, what threw me in a comedy was menopause, <laughs> and my and my slogan is "Go comedy or go crazy" because I didn't I didn't know where the heat was coming from, and I was in. You know, going to my doctor, I didn't even have an office visit, but I went in there five days straight. And I was like, I need to know where the heat coming from. And they, they really thinking I'm crazy. Like, 
ain't nobody. I'm thinking you crazy, and I ain't even a doctor. I'm serious. I ain't know about no menopause and why I'm heating up. Like this is crazy. So I wanted some answers. And she, the the fourth day I went in there, my doctor told me I'm gonna have to either medicate you because she thinking like, oh you crazy. I'm like no. They told me I'm in menopause. They are gonna tell me to go look it up. Like how the hell I'm gonna educate me on menopause? Mm-hmm. So I didn't know. But then I say when I went and the, then the fifth day I told her I said. It's either go comedy or go crazy. Then at that point, I walked out of her office and I said, I got to find out how to get on stage because I need to, first of all, educate women. We don't even know what we're going through. I know the men don't know. They probably mad as hell. But what we experiencing, because we angry all the time. So I found out that open mic, I need, I said, how do you get on stage? How do y'all do that when you come out? Because I used to always watch the first Friday with Smitty's room here in Raleigh. Mm-hmm. And I went in there and I asked Smitty one day, I like, Smitty, give me five minutes on this stage. And he said, Aaliyah, this stage ain't no joke. You don't want to do that. But all my life, when I grew up, I grew up silly, always been silly, funny, and come around, you know, reunions and whatever. I'm, I'm the one in there keeping them laughing, just having a good time. I always wanted to do comedy. I never knew how they got started. And that's what started it. Okay. The has any of the comedians on here, have you ever had that time when you felt like this ain't it? I, mm, I, mm, they're not getting it. Did you decide, I just don't want to do comedy no more? Has there ever been a time for any of you like that? No, never. What about you, Keisha? Um... Only when I was getting going through a divorce mm-hmm. you know only when I but I pushed through it because if you paid attention to some of my pictures if you look up look at my pictures real good them them 50 pound bags up under my eyes those mm-hmm. were the nights that I came out and gave the stage hell so even though at times I wanted to but it was an outlet you know a way for me to get what I was going through off my chest just like just like with you and your menopause I can't wait till I get back on stage because I just had my first child at 39 and I had my first one at 39 and my only one and I turned 40 in July of this year okay so I can't wait to get back on stage to tell that because I didn't know the body did certain things. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I got a set out there now called Mad as Hell. I'm just mad. <laughs> mad as hell, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm looking down because some comics are hitting me saying that we, they can't get live in. Through, we live through that damn jokes telling from their material, from the life experience, what we're going through, for real. Oh, yeah, because I work, I'm a certified nursing assistant but I work in a mental hospital prison. So not only do I tell jokes, but I put out awareness of mental health. Right. Wow. So I know you got jokes for days. Oh yeah. Even though you ain't supposed to be talking about the people. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm looking down because comics are hitting me, asking me how to get on. And I'm trying to, um, is there any way we can post? Well, they can't see it if they ain't on, is it? Okay. All right. I had, I had to come up with that myself, but, um, Somebody wrote, um, let me go back because it was something that I want to touch on. Do you think there will be another show? Okay, let me see. Do you think another black comedy show like Comic View, Def Jam is in the future somewhere? Rodney, what you think? And then now I want to hear from Nikki Carr. 
Uh, probably not. Yeah, I want to um, ask Rodney when he finished too. I want to ask him something. Yeah, okay. I, I would say. Um, I mean, or it's going to be a completely new thing. Uh, there's there's this king and queens thing that's out there that's in the works right now, but that's a competition, which is a whole different thing. But just a show about comedy, just comedy, black comedy, I don't see it, but I would love to see it. Now, Rodney, can I ask a quick question? Mm -hmm. Rodney was doing Off the Change, Bounce TV, mm -hmm. and then that went away. Well, before Rodney had his, um, Joe Torrey was doing uh, Uptown Comic. Uptown Comic. The next season when they brought it back, Rodney had... Um, yeah, his, it's uh, essentially the same show. Yeah, it mm -hmm. is. But you had, you, had, um, you had more seasons than Joe had. I did it with Joe. Right, right. I mean, uh, the producers came to me and I really was hesitant to take it because, because it was Joe out of respect for him, but it was like, we're replacing Joe whether you like it or not. So, mm -hmm. do you want it? And I was like, cool, I'll take it. And, um, <laughs> I mean, but but here goes, like, these networks are excited because comedy is easy to produce, and what happened to Leah is they went away from comedy as drama rose to the top. Mm -hmm. All those shows about music and church and all those shows came up, and so it was just easier for them to produce those shows than a comedy show. Well, um, dang it, it slipped my mind just that quickly, but it'll come back to me. Um, okay, I got it. When it comes to comedy right now, what I don't get is like the big, the big companies, the big uh, production company people that have the comedy shows, they're like overstacking the shows to me. You know, you, you got you all these A-listers on one show. Mm. What, what A-lister? Black? Yeah, Black. I mean, you, you, like, you might have a show, and, and I'm not talking like the kings or queens of comedy. You might have a show, you got some more. You got uh, Mike Epps, you got, I'm just naming mm. people, um, you got uh, uh Bruce Bruce, you got uh, Earthquake, all those kind of people on one show, and it's about seven or eight of them. How do you put that many um, headliners on the show, and how many minutes do these people get? Hmm. Oh, it, like, it, like has comedy thing, like gotten it. to be like that because of what's happening with the people with the... Um, you talking about like the thing they did on Netflix with, I mean, your, even with your show that you did, or Snoop did the show with all of the headliners. You talking about that? No, I'm talking right now, today, when they're having the comedy shows. You know, it used to be a time when pr promoters would do a show. I guess it's a money thing. You know, they would have a major headliner and then they'd go get some, a bunch of, uh, well, relative nobodies. You know, they might have another person on the show that got a little bit of stuff going for them but now it's like all I okay I hear, I hear you Barbara here it goes like it's not really one guy that's selling tickets like that so they gotta put them together okay. you know what I mean I mean if if Roddy Perry could sell tickets by himself he wouldn't need Barbara Carlisle but but what we really need we need Barbara Carlisle Roddy Perry we need motherfucking Diane we need Aaliyah 
we all got to pull our weight. Mm-hmm. But that, but look at the price tag on that. What what what's the price tag? It, it's it's reasonable. It's a hundred bucks, hundred thirty bucks. A hundred thirty bucks is reasonable. It's gonna have to be because Mike Evans need his money. Everybody need their money. I, that, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I mean, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Maybe you're not getting what I'm saying. I just think it's overkill. I hear you. And it might be a but, bunch but, of but This is all residual of the kings and queens, though. Mm-hmm. So you got to think when the kings and queens would go through these, go through uh, an area, they would they would throw the market off for a year yeah, for a long time. So. Yeah. We're looking at the residual, so there is no kings and queens, and so there's always a, a an idea to duplicate that, mm-hmm. and I think that's what we're seeing. But people got money, believe that there's always more money. Yeah, and even too, Barb, when they do those shows, they still not even though everybody's a headline or material, they still only getting. 10, 12 minutes each. They're not all getting, you know, but no that's more than- to me. I mean, it's that that's I mean, they only getting 10 minutes each. That to me, that seems to defeat they, the they, purpose. They doing, they doing 20, they doing 20, but yeah. Yeah, good. but even you got eight people on the show and they all doing 20 minutes. That's a long time. A right. show, a show shouldn't last no longer than an hour and a half, maybe two hours. Right. And, right, right. I mean, I'm paying $130, $140. Look at Rodney trying to look at Jessica. Rodney, pay attention. Oh, you are paying $120, $130, $150 some, for somebody to do 10 minutes? I don't yeah. understand that concept. Maybe because I ain't I never got paid like that. It. Why are you worried because about it? Because I ain't why? on them. That's why. <laughs> That's you why I worry. I ain't on them kind of shows. Melanie was on there with uh, the other guys, uh, D. Ray Davis. They only did like 10 minutes. And people were satisfied with it. So nobody did a long time? No. Even the headliner do like 30 minutes. Yeah. They ain't even doing 30. Yeah. One thing that you got to look at nowadays, people's attention span is very short. Yeah, because of this... uh, Microwave comedy that they're putting out now, but that's not true because there are a lot of people who are still coming to the comedy clubs to really see comedy. They're not getting it because the comedy clubs got to make money now, so they're just trying to get people in there to get the um to get the you know the atom the two atom minimums or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think. So, what do you think we have to do to get back? to the way comedy used to be or it's gone it's, it's gone Barbara give it a uh, either you gonna jump on the boat or drown you, you Ronnie, have we done I... had this conversation forever and you still ain't convinced me that it's time to throw throw in the towel produce the show that you want to see okay the what Nikki produce the show Produce the show that you want to see. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you got to do your own shows, I'm sure. But if you ain't got that kind of money. The show was Nick Lewis. We were in Charlotte two, a couple weeks ago now. He Is was that saying pure the same laughter? Thing. Is that pure laughter? The, the clean comedy? Okay. Right. 
he was saying he was saying this wasn't on pure laughter though. This is one at the uh, out there with um, mm, what's his name? Um, Coons. Tito, oh, Tito, 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 Coons. So then, yeah. So after the show, they was just like, "We think we need to give it up," and I'm like, uh, "No, who who does that?" Comedy, yeah, we got a lot of, you got a lot of skits going on now and a lot of the internet sensations, but no, comedy is still going to be comedy. I'm not, I'm not giving that up. I'm not throwing the towel in and saying that because like I said, y'all, y'all are the base right here. You, Rodney, Nikki, all of y'all, we watch y'all. This is where we grew from. This is where, you know what I'm saying? Where y'all started and where we trying to go. I've been screaming, where's our deaf comedy jam since I started comedy. So 12 years in now. And I'm like, Where's our deaf comedy jam? And, and Nikki Wright, because I was asked, I was asked, how do I stay on shows? I put me on the show. <laughs> and that's what we do. If you if you ain't nobody booking you, I book me. I put me a show together. So, like I said, if you want to see it, you got to produce it. And I'm 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 big on that one. How often do you do that though? Do you do it like once a year? Um once, quarterly? I, well, I was doing it once a month. And then when pandemic came in, my room, I lost my room. So, mm-hmm. you know, I hadn't, we, me and hubby working on that now, but I hadn't gotten my room yet, but I do will create one once a month. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's hard being out here in, in the comedy world and um, calling promoters. And we've talked about this before and promoters tell you, you got to get your numbers up and whatever, which is so disheartening because I just, I just feel like they're taking the lazy way out and they want us to do all the work because right. I can't bring the show and bring the people. Come on, so, what you going to do? So produce your own show. If I had it's the not- money, I wouldn't have to wait for promoters to call me. No, no, ma'am. Mm-mm, it's, it's no, we're going to talk out of this because that ain't how we're going to do that. <laughs> okay, send me your money and I'll produce my yeah, show. Yeah, that ain't how we're going to do that. I'm serious, for real. That's why I was like so, so you know, big because I did all of us combined no summer, everybody who can do everything and would that's love right. to that's be right. on that's the right. and get paid on the back end. Trust me. <clears throat> now that's right. And I think it, you know, I I just taped Tubi. Um and it must be something easy to do. And I and I wish I can I could do something like that. Like go back and get some of the throwbacks of comedians and and produce a show that was monthly. What you wishing for? Huh? What you wishing for? Just do it. Yeah, just do it. Absolutely. Then you gotta Absolutely. Well, how do you even go about it? What do what do I do? I mean we'll, we'll I, talk, we'll talk after this because I got channel now for Tubi. I'm telling you, you can do it. Okay. All right. All right. We're going to take a commercial. And as we go to commercial, we're going to look at some classic comic view, uh, some stand up from comic view in the day. See you on the other side of, uh, we're going to go a little longer than 45. Oh.
think Rodney stepped off a little bit. He'll be back. Um, I want to ask the question on the ladies on the panel, Diane, um, Nikki. And I want I, I want to ask Corey too. Um, he's a comic on here, Keisha. Um, do you think uh that women have a harder time um doing comic comedy and getting people to follow them more so than the male comic. I know that comedy is male driven. Most, most, most of the art is male driven, even though there are women out there that can hold their own. I always hated that question so much. Okay, why did you hate it? Because ain't no such a thing. Ain't no such a thing in your world. Period. Okay. Yours neither. Why you say that? How many shows you've been the only female? Uh, several. Yeah. And you still, they, I mean, they still had to book you whether they want to or not. They had to. They still had to pay you whether they wanted you or not. And if they really, really wanted you, they had to pay you well. But. Just like everybody else. How many, how many all-male shows are there out there? How many all-female shows are there out there? Not that many. That's why. Why? Why though? Mm. I remember when they asked me, kept asking me all these years to do a, a Queens of New York. I was like, who won't put on it? Well, who? I'm, who? Hmm? I could think of one, maybe two, but five, I, I couldn't think of a, a whole five. And I and I was You couldn't think of them because you didn't think they were queens or I you didn't think because, they had the uh, chops. Because Funny is good. I like funny. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to do something, I require like hilarious. Hilarious. Like, okay. Like, throw up. That's why when I came up with the name Hilarious, which is out there on somebody else's uh, resume right now. But anyway, that's why I came up with that because <laughs> I like funny. Funny is nice and, and funny is chuckly and everything. But <clears throat> like last night, um, lady almost threw up right here in the, in the front seat in my audience and that's hilarious and I like hilarious. I like everybody to be hilarious. And I Were you on when she did it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> what's my fingers, bitch? <laughs> no, but I didn't know. I didn't know if you produced yeah. the show when you had somebody on that was that. I wasn't producing. I was just on the show. Oh, oh you were just on the show. Yeah, last night I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was at the comedy cellar. I got to be there tonight in, in about uh, two hours. But anyway, um, where is the comedy cellar? Where, where is that? It's located in the Rio All Suites Hotel. Oh, so there. I thought because the comedy cellar I know, I thought you had gotten gone to New York. If I go to New York, I can now do the comedy cellar. They made me think the lady who who owned it, book it, whatever. They made me think she was like. 11 feet tall with hairy knuckles and blisters on her lips and shit. She's a <laughs> old lady. But that's what, that lady. that's what I'm trying to say. Yo, I love do you think so comics much. block other comics from doing... Yeah. You know how many times people told me they've been looking for me and nobody had my oh, number? That, that, nobody had your number. That, nobody had my number. But the but person the way that replaced are, me was the person that he asked me and that person damn near lived at my house. Mm, but he had yeah. my number. When that particular person was looking for me and that shit hurt, but what you gonna do? What yeah, you gonna yeah do? but that's exactly what I'm saying. When it comes to booking us, if you're too funny, you're not gonna get booked. If you're not putting out, you're not gonna get booked. 
So we have to do our own shows or we have to take a lower pay just to keep working. But them, but the, a lot of female comedians made it that way. They're putting out shit. And when yeah. they asked me, I used to come and I said, don't be sleeping with these dudes. You yeah. know? And but they don't listen. Said, well, I'm trying to be like you. I said, well, you think I slept with any of these guys to get where I am? And they was like, no. I was like, why not? I'm not pretty. <laughs> no, and listen. All right, the documentary is out on on uh Amazon Prime. Documentary, La- ladies on laughter. Same thing dealing with that whole whole um promoter thing. And uh, right out out the gate, they asking me questions or whatever. I told them I ain't got a fuck. I'm funny, so it's out there on Amazon Prime. That's it. Ladies, that was there be denied. The Can you put the name in the in the ladies on laughter? Yes. Okay, I will. One time, this um, girl, I, I was calling. I said, "Oh, who's out there?" They was overseas, and I was like, "Who's out there?" And they said this one name. I was like, "What? What's she doing there?" I mean, she's the type of comedian won't even make you smile. You know what I mean? But <laughs> she was, was out there. You can't even give her. A and, smile. and that's crazy, you know. I mean, because I've had male comics that I've put on, um, you know, I, to me, a, 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 I just like a funny show. Right. Yeah. I, I'm not clickish. Uh I um I I just want to see everybody work and I'm gonna yeah. put on comics that are funny. Mm-hmm. But the people you help, they damn sure won't help you most of the time. They they don't want that competition. And most yeah. of the time I found out that they're doing half your material. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, which is pretty sad. I wish Rodney had not gotten off, so That's I could have asked Corey. Uh, Corey's probably still working because he said he's doing a lot of stuff. But he yes, famous Barbara. Yes. Do you run into that kind of thing? Uh, I know you haven't been in the comedy game long, but you've uh, been in there long enough to know how cutthroat it is. Um, have it? Have you seen where if comics thought that you were funny? You don't get as much work as somebody that you know is barely getting a laugh. I don't find I have any trouble with that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't have to worry about their funny. Maybe I don't know. Is that something too egotistical to say? Like, I'm really not too concerned with other people's funny because it doesn't reflect my funny and I stand on my funny. Um, okay, but do you get booked? Uh, a lot. Do you get as booked as much as you want to get booked? Or are there times you're saying to yourself, "Why they didn't call me? Why they got this guy on?" And I've been trying to get on for the longest, and I know I'm funnier than him. Oh uh, no, ma'am, I have not found that because when I was in North Carolina, because I recently moved to Nashville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, so so you, are you to... going to Zanies? Oh, not yet, Miss Ma'am, but it's on my goal list. Okay, okay. Yes, Ma'am. Paying my dues patiently. I shouldn't say creeping. I should say paying my dues patiently. I uh, have to make sure I get myself right here. I just got a job. Anyway, I digress. Not going to get ramble. Um, but I know when I hustle and when I put my work out there, it speaks for itself. And I found when I did that successfully in North Carolina, I got booked at venues and places that I set myself as goals. And I was able to achieve them in the short span before COVID hit. Because mm-hmm. I started doing stand-up before quarantine. Um, and I was really, really, really getting starting to get booked there and then shut down. And now I'm in a you know new territory, 
new place, just trying to keep my head down and and pay respects and see where I want to, where I'd like to start first. Cause I think it's nice to be in a new place and have a good solid open mic, but yeah. And then go from there as far as booking shows go. So I'm not too concerned about other people getting booked over me. And uh, if, you know, if somebody gets an opportunity that I think I should have, that should have been granted to me, maybe it wasn't my time. Okay. I'm, I'm still young. I'm still, well, no, I should say, yeah, <laughs> I should say I'm still new. You're still so I'm young still, in the business. Yes, yes, ma'am. I'm still about paying my dues and, and waiting my turn and listening. But and it, there has to be times, Corey, when there have been, you have gone to a show and you keep seeing the same person that that just ain't funny because they're they are out there they, they they are out there in the clubs lurking and they're getting on and you can't even get on and get five minutes i i, I don't understand um but i maybe it's not for me to understand well, <laughs> the people that i have experienced that haven't last long i don't even think they're writing anymore whereas i've due to circumstances that, that of, of my own right now, I'm, I'm not able to get to an open mic. However, I'm constantly writing. Writing. Um, okay. All right. Diane, anyway. I, I saw you lit up for a minute. Did you have something to say? Uh, no, I, I, I'm, I'm actually listening and learning. <laughs> hey, Barb. Yes. I got something to say. Okay. I've uh, been deemed hard to work with. <laughs> Okay. And that's because, okay, listen, some of the new comics coming in, and they want to tell some of the old comics material. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm such a fucking lady. Who is that? Who is that? Who say that? Abdel. Exactly. Uh, yes, hamburger. 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 Shucky ducky. Quack, quack, quack. quack. And then they did the Bruce Bruce joke. You remember the Bruce Bruce do the one about going on the bus? He went uptown, downtown. Remember that joke? Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody know that so when they yeah. come off after doing a little few minutes or whatever and then they want to I say okay now you need to give honors to a Bruce Bruce I mean you just told this joke so they mad oh. at me call them out mm-hmm. good girl <laughs> or, 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 or uh, a day of giving I'm such a fucking lady now the girl is trying to spin with that one and so yeah they, they mad with me around here because I don't let them come in the room and use the material no we're not doing that. If you're gonna you're gonna do this, you're gonna come in here with some material. I'm talking about some original. You're not telling other people jokes. We're not doing that. Well, Good. let me tell you to try Bravo. to be the comic. Bravo. The, the comedy yes. uh, uh, police is it, you'd have to be like you'd have to like clone yourself a million times because it's all over. Um, yes. Especially if they think that you're not out there. I know that, um, Nikki, and I, I want to ask you this. You did, um, uh, what, what's the name of coming? What's, what's the name of the contest that you coming to America? Last Comic Standing. Oh, Last Comic Standing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and when you do something like that, like you came in, you were the runner up. And at that time, you're thinking to yourself, oh, now finally my career is going to be on the upswing. Um, yeah, but, you know, um, I was the only one on there that didn't have no agent or agent. kind of team or nothing. I, I was the only one on there that got on from video submission. Everybody else had, everybody else was booked before the season was over for the following year. <laughs> it took me six months to get a show because it was just me. I didn't have nobody. 
And I thought, it, do you think I feel, it was I feel like nobody came for me because they thought I had somebody because that's how you get on the show. So if I was, if she's on the show, she must have somebody. Uh huh. Yeah. And but did you try I, to reach out to your? Because I know for a while you was on, you was out on the road with uh, Russell Peters. Um, yeah. Did you try to reach out with to the other people that were on the show to see about, you know? Getting on, getting hooked up, or no? Or do you feel? Do you feel like they felt, or they thought that you were competition, hmm. and I'm not going to help her? I don't know. I don't know because I feel that way sometimes. I um, I know once we did, once I did uh, day ready two. As soon as we did it, and uh, it aired in February, March, they shut the country down. Country has been shut down for the past three years. It's been opening and closing and the whole comedy market has taken a whole different swing or whatever. So you start wondering because you're thinking, oh, this is my, this is the zenith. I, I, I don't come to the top of the mountain. All I got to do is, is just up from here. You know, it's hard to get back and and, and Think about all the things that you thought you were going to do, but it, it's just so hard trying to break into the same rooms that you thought that they were telling you you couldn't get in because they really didn't know you to now. OK, now everybody knows uh, a lot more people have seen. Now it's where you ain't got no followers. And, it, and I know I'm. I don't know how anybody else will feel about it, but it's just like a letdown to me that I got to start proving myself all over again. But it's like I said, Barbara, uh, the last time we spoke about things like this, we have brothers and sisters. And when I call comedians my brothers and sisters, I really mean it. You know, I was an only child. And the funny thing is, when I was about eight, I was crying and one day. I was like, when I grow up, I'm going to have 5,000 friends. I was eight. I ain't never know I was going to have no 5,000 friends on no damn Facebook or anywhere else. But I got 5,000 or more friends. Mm -hmm. And I got friends that got millions of friends. And if those friends were really my friends, if those brothers and sisters were really our brothers and sisters, they would be having this on their on their thing right now. This, this whole show that you're doing right now. Because... Mm -hmm. We was poor together and we was on the same show together. And now you made it and I didn't. And I got thousands of followers and you got millions of followers. I bet you won't share this on your wall and say, check out my girl. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. And that's, you how, know, there are, there that's are. how we could get followers. Yeah. That's not going to happen. But that there's such a thing. People buying, buying likes. Buying, um, I ain't nobody buying no likes. They can tell those ain't real because of the algorithms. There's a way to know what's real and what's not real. Like mm -hmm. I said, we were all on the show together. Mm -hmm. Somebody who's now a millionaire. We ain't asking her for no money, but no. this should be on her. Your show right here should be on her page today. She should uh, forward your thing, you know, and be like, yo, y'all check out my girl. You know, it's a great show, da, da, da. Maybe even do a guest spot one day. You know what I'm saying? These these are the type of things that'll help us grow. Ain't nobody asking you for nothing but to mm -hmm. say my name. Like somebody said your name. Like somebody brought you to the door. You know, if it was you, Barbara, or me, 
we're not the kind of people that get to that point where we can do other things for other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the Barbara Carlisle's, the Diane Quarters, and the. Yeah, it, it don't, it don't work Ford. like that. And the Keisha's okay. and the Corey's. You know, but but, okay. but when we all struggling and we all in them $100 rooms together and we all waiting to go on and we chilling and we talking and we laughing and we going out to eat after the show, blah, 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 blah. Then somebody takes off, you know, they just yeah. take off. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, all you gotta do is just say, hey, support my girl. This is my, my girl. girl. I don't know if y'all know about this. Oh but I think I think sometimes That's people it. get That's caught it. up in the thought that you might surpass them. I, I really do Ain't think nobody surpassed you because you said no damn link. <laughs> you know, you got millions. People don't think people don't think logically like we do. It right. don't matter, but but it's not a, a a logical thought. It's a it's a we started like we came together and you left. <laughs> we ain't leaving together. You know, I'm not asking for anything of what you have. No, yeah, it's what you're asking is simple. You've got a million to us because we understand where you're going, but to them it's like competition. It's yeah. like I'm not that gonna bring her sense. up because I've surpassed her. If she catch up with me, they gonna forget about me. That's that's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Can I say something? Absolutely absurd. Um, I was I used to travel with this other uh, comedian, a female comedian, and um, sometimes you know I don't think I'd be doing as well as others say. But she flat out told me, she said, Keisha, you know, I don't too much like traveling with you. She told me this out of her mouth. She said, because you're really good. You just don't realize how good you are. And I really don't like traveling with you. I don't like coming on. Um, following. Yeah, I don't like following you. She said so, that. And after she said that, um, she we haven't had much contact after that. Like, she literally came out and told me that. And then um, once we got well, back... Well, at least she was honest with you. Yeah, I'm about to say, she told you. And no, she told no. you the truth. That should have spurred you on to do right. to even try to not take it personal. Because she no. didn't have to tell you. She could have right. dropped you like a hot potato.
going recording on, in progress in the beginning it was hard for me yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's usually that way i am remiss because at the beginning of the show i wanted to say this i know that um recently we lost comedian um david arnold god bless yes. his family my condolences to the comedy community um, we got word today that we lost another male comic, uh, Regin Reginald Julio Thomas, passed today. No. Yes. Um, oh. Nikki, Diane. Oh, oh no. no. You remember Julio that was doing the show? Yes. In North Carolina? Oh, yeah. no. I remember he Julio well. Today. Oh, my God. That damn. Oh, yeah. Hard enough. On, the, on, the, on the subject of female comedians, female comedian, don't forget to say goodnight to Roz G. Yeah, Roz oh, G. G. Yes. Her. Exactly, um, Roz G. Yep. Sure yeah. Yes. Um, but Roz had been as long as as well as Julio had been suffering for a minute. Roz had um she had uh, medical issues. And um, Roz told me Roz told me she died two or three times and came back. So I was just waiting for a couple of days to make sure it was really real. But wow. Really yeah. Hey, I, hey, hey, Aaron. But, yeah, we better um, love each other. Why? And 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 you know, man, that's sad. Wow. That's sad. And he I mean he had just posted a picture and he looked very healthy. I mean, even though he, you could tell he was in a hospital bed, whatever. But um, Fulio oh. has been—he's been grappling with those uh, wow. narcotics for a minute, and I think his health started failing him. Wow! You know? well, I knew Fulio well. God bless his family. Yeah. But, um, I want to ask um, Tori if she's still on, and I see Jessica is on. Uh, when it comes to comedy, do you think that um, if you had, and Jessica, you are young, Corey, you're younger than us. Um, do you think that when it comes to comedy, do you love, and we're not going to be offended, just be as honest as you possibly can. Are you more in tune to the new style of comedy or the kind where comics actually stood flat footed and did jokes? I'm old school comedy. Okay. And why is that? And I because know you, you I think are a TikTok sensation. You do your skits and whatever, but you're not, you never termed yourself as being uh, a co comedian or anything. You just no. somebody that, mm -hmm. you know, redo, redo um, movies and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. when it comes to comedy, 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 do you think that we are getting a fair shake? I don't know. And the reason why I say that is because comedy now is, to me, a lot of a lot of the ones that are out now are not funny. It's like... Absolutely. I'll be trying to figure out what are they laughing for? What are they laughing about? It's nothing, nothing, they, nothing that's coming out makes sense. I, I'm still trying to register, but... I mean, no, I mean, no, no, no disrespect to the, to the new ones, but it's nothing like like comic view and all that y'all coming to the stage and coming out and talking about people mom and everybody no matter who was out there if you if it was something funny that needed to be said it's going to be said but this stuff right here now that's not it's not comedy to me it's, no, it's not, not comedy well I, I think sometimes too 
a, a lot of us can't be as funny as we used to be when we get the opportunity because mm -hmm. now all of a sudden everybody is so sensitive, yes, so sensitive yes. and offended. Everything, oh, yes. oh God, sensitive. I have Ooh. never seen such sensitive people. Uh, I mean, it's crazy how politicians can say whatever the hell they want, but you a comedian. Mm -hmm. This is what you get paid to it's do. What you do, whether it's day. talking about. Hey, yeah, it's everything is a problem. Everything racism is a problem. Um, yep. the LGBT community. If you say something about them, you better watch your back. It's like it, they are comedians. Like it's not, it's not personal. Yeah, it's nothing personal. It's just, it's not personal. It's just That's crazy. But they they watch skits where people are doing stuff that, and you're like, what the heck? It's going it's on. Everybody was shut in, so they started doing things on TikTok or the being in the camera because you shut in. So that's where it all seemed like it started, but no. Uh, give me give me BET Def Comedy Jam Comic View any day because that's what real comic was was about. Um, did I hear there's an internet sensation on there? Did you hear what? So somebody's an internet sensation. What makes a sensation? A whole bunch of followers. How many followers you got? Yeah, they, that, yeah. You say that's because she's talking to you. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. I, I didn't hear. What was that? Hi, internet sensation. Internet oh, sensation. I don't. I mean, I don't really think it's an internet sensation. That's what Barbara just, said. I'm just oh, going oh, by what Barbara said. She got well, more followers than me. How many followers you <laughs> well, got? Well, people just like. Um, I think right now it's at. What what? Uh, I think it's at like a hundred and it's not that many, probably like 120, 130 followers. Now ask her how many thousand, followers I got. Thousand followers. Ask her how many. I ain't even in the thousand. I ain't even in the hundred. So they can check it in. Did you let them know you was going to be on Barbara's discussion? Oh, no. I did, not, not this one tonight, but I have promoted some of her stuff on my good job thank you very much and as a matter of fact we got a skit coming up together as soon as yep. i can get out say there. word <laughs> say word and you're gonna play it on that joint that's beautiful thank mm -hmm. you so much Jessica, well, I, and, and and not for nothing <laughs> they all Jessica, gonna go i ain't gonna go but they gonna go if barbara go. listen Help jessica barbara. is the one that helped me to all the other people doing me on tiktok Oh, oh, right. she, did a, she did an impersonation mm -hmm. for you? No, she didn't. No, I just go, if I see them using her stuff, I go up under there and tell them, why didn't you tag her in it? This is her original material. That's oh, right. Perfect. That's great. And, um, they're getting paid for her material. They're getting paid. Oh, there's, there's, there's this one lady, Nikki. Um, huh. I think, I think um, like mine's, I don't know if they'll be able to play it, but um, there's this one lady and her 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 moniker or her title or whatever is adult comedy. Yep. And oh my gosh, she gets so many hits for doing everybody else's material. And people are coming on, they're bragging on her. Oh, you're so funny. Oh, you're so best. And all she's saying is thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you. And and I mean, um, like minds, do you have some of those clips? And it's disheartening, I, but but it's my own fault because I need to learn how to do the side by side thing and go on and say, "This is me doing whatever," you know. So yeah, that that, that that's you know. 
I think they may be having trouble with their but yeah, Jessica is one of the people that um hit me to hey now I've gone on there and I've seen and and the and the sad part about it is when they get so many people looking at it, they sell the sound. I don't know about selling. How well? How does that happen, Jessica? How can explain that to me? Well, uh, TikTok is the is the platform that originally uploads the sound. So if the sound is being uploaded and the person that is the original voice on the sound does not. Uh, sign something or state that they don't want their sound to be used anybody can use it okay but it's not their sound it's not but their people sound are going mm -hmm. there they have it spinning so how does that mm -hmm. work well i know the one that i we did of tiffany haddish um when with her and uh cat williams when cat was in the um jail cell talking mm -hmm. to her and said you know that's not his baby yeah, that was playing for a while, but they cut the sound. So Tiffany or Kat must have got a hold to the sound because you can't use that audio anymore. Yeah. Okay, so how do I go on there and do that and, and let them know they can't use my audio anymore? I haven't figured that out, but I know they were saying that you have to um, reach out to TikTok and this is some forms and papers you have to sign because every, but now if you do give them authorization to use that sound, you get paid for the, every person that uses that uses your sound. Right. How do you give them authorization? Because I'd rather get paid. <laughs> well, you missing out on a lot of money then. <laughs> you need to talk to them. I know it's something you have to prove saying that you are who you are. Right. So I don't know if it's, they have to reach out to you or a part Look, of your crew. I, I, I went on the, the young lady's page and I said, um, good pantomime of me, but at least say my name. Mm -hmm. She didn't respond. But no, she, didn't she went to the next person and was still saying, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Keep, keep following me. She's got so I know you already. saw my post, so why are you not acknowledging call me? Call her out. Call her out. Keep keep. Yeah, her get out on it. Yeah, get on call, there. Call her out. Yeah. Keep tagging her. Yeah, live. exactly. And uh, she'll. Yep. The, the original Barbara Carlisle. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah for yep. Sure. But it'll be it'll be it'll be better if you can get your your blue check. Once you get that check, you won't have any problems on any. Um, social media platform. But you got to have, you don't get that until you get at least 10,000 followers. I ain't actually nowhere not near 1,000 followers. Actually, no, no, that's on, <clears throat> that's on, just on TikTok. It's in order for you to start getting paid, you have to have at least 10,000 followers before they start cutting you a check. Okay. But on um, Facebook, you need to have paperwork sent in to let them know who you are so that way your materials played all, all over Facebook as well, and you're not getting paid for it. So you need to find out, even maybe talk to Tiffany. She has a blue check. Um, I know Country Wayne has a blue check. So, well, um, okay. This is this is one of the clips. This is the lady. That's adult comedy. <clears throat> this is her. Um, we can't hear the volume. It's time for you to go there. Well, um, it's okay if we can't, uh, if you can't bring it up. Uh, but her, uh, her tag, her, her, her name on TikTok is adult comedy. 
and she has about three or four of my jokes out there and she is getting a lot of hits and not only that a lot of people are coming to get the sound and she did Little Red Riding Hood she did um, what's the other one she did that's why I had told you the last, when we talked before to go out there and do your comedy yourself on there okay I, I mean I do I mean I put up the two things of um, Comic View I put those two things up. I have not put up the one with um, Little Red Riding Hood or whatever, but everybody knows my voice. Right. They, I mean, yeah. they do, but and, and, other, and people have come to my rescue and said, hey, yeah. that's comedian Barbara Carlisle and whatever, right. but the, the people who are doing it are, are not an, acknowledging it. And I just think it's just disrespectful that they can go, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, have the sound buffering for other people to come on and get the sound. So when the people get the sound, do they pay them to get the sound, or what? What happens? They get a credit when somebody else comes to get get it. How does that happen, Jessica? You mean you mean on TikTok? Yeah. Now, I'm gonna be honest with you. If they don't take the sound, and if they don't have uh, if they don't have author authorization to use the sound. We can't use it. But if we do, we get paid off of it. Now, I don't know if that person gets paid, but I know we do. So I don't know how it works. All I know is once we start, we got to 10,000 followers, we started getting paid. And so it really does go off of your algorithm, like she said. So we know when to post videos at certain times during certain, you know, times during the week. We know when to post. We know we can't post in the morning. We have to post in the afternoon at a certain time in order for the views okay, to but, get up on. Okay, <laughs> say one of the videos that you do. Mm -hmm. Do you have down at the bottom with the, the the thing circling saying these people can use this sound and make their own video? Yes. Okay, when they do that, do you get paid for that? No. No. Only by my views on my my personal our personal page. Well, how how do how does it get to buffer you? And I don't know what because I'm just me, what am I I'm just to ask? I'm just using I I think I know what you're trying to say. I'm just using the sound, so mm -hmm. anybody can go use a sound. So once you use that sound and you make that video, you get paid off of that sound and the amount of people that has actually viewed your video. But if, if it's not your, well, I guess TikTok don't know. Yeah. But sometimes, I mean, when you see it, TikTok got to know, okay, now all these people on here, you got white people, you got Chinese people, you got black people, you got men doing the, do, doing the joke. They got to know it's not the original person. They they do and they don't care about that. All, all they cares about, care about is they're getting views from all these people on their platform. Because mm -hmm. we got to realize, like TikTok is not in the U.S. It can't. Yes, China. it's in China. So they 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 don't, they don't care what's going. They know. All I know. Sound exchange already told me there's nothing they can do about it right now. Right. And they said the same about YouTube. You know, people can go get whatever they but want. But go authorize do. it. Go authorize them to use it, so you can get paid. So no matter how many times it's how playing, do you authorize it? 
you you get paid. I I don't know that part. Look in your settings or ask Google. Google probably know how do I authorize my content on social media. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Touch with um with TikTok. With who? With TikTok. Oh, get in touch with TikTok. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's what yep. Google say to do. Because your sound is getting played more than you think on, on that and on Facebook. That's right. Now, I haven't seen it on Facebook. I, I only see I'm gonna it, pull it up I for post you. it on I'll Facebook. I'll pull it up for you. Yeah. Do you remember me pulling it up for you? Yes, but I but I thought just be, I thought just because they got it on Facebook, it didn't originate on Facebook, therefore it doesn't matter. Oh no 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 no! It just because it didn't originate there doesn't. It's your personal material, your own material that you came mm-hmm. up with. So you own the copyrights to it. Anytime right now, you probably got money just sitting there, up under your name because they're playing your material that you are that you own. Well, right. how can they prove that it's if me you, if I ain't got that many people? That's what I'm saying. We need to find out how, who you need to get in contact with to let them know, hey, listen, your people need to contact my people. I am the one and only original Barbara Carlisle. This right. is my content. This is my material. You got to show them. You know what you're talking about. You know they're not supposed to be playing nothing until they speak with you and get authorization mm-hmm. from you. If not, they have to pay you every time they played or used it on their platform. Mm-hmm. And that so means right now, they're going, ma'am? That means past two? Past two, president past, past, yeah. Mm-hmm. Any since it started, since it hit, they know all of that. Well, the first you know, the time first... it started with TikTok, it started with a guy named Robert Earl with the Little mm-hmm. Red Riding Hood joke. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they he was they was really hitting it with him. <laughs> and see, he got paid for all of that, and you got nothing, and it was your material. So you need he to go up- back to- he uploaded my entire DVD. I don't know if he bought a DVD from me and kept it or what. I don't even know where he's from, nothing. Well, he's but not he has since started stuff. doing his own DVD, you know, put, putting up his own stuff. I'm gonna try to figure it out for you. I'm gonna see if I, I I'm, I'm gonna see if I can talk to um and Brianna to see. One of my friends, she's doing the, her, her original content on Facebook, and she's getting the stars now. They get paid off the stars, some mm-hmm. stars. And then after the stars, they get the blue check. So I'll reach out to her and see what they're doing. But they're doing their own original content. Mm. But they said the your biggest platform, the biggest is YouTube. You need to start going live on these platforms, on YouTube, TikTok. But, they, but um, according to Sound Exchange. You can't get paid off YouTube. Oh, yes, you can. I have a friend right now, TikTok. Um, I mean, YouTube is her highest paying. Is hers is well, YouTube maybe because she Facebook created her own her own thing. But I'm saying if somebody else is is using your stuff, they're saying no, no, no. Yeah, TikTok. no. I'm talking about all original content. That's why I said you need to go live. It'll be your original content. Hmm. Like I do go every live. day, like go live. Mm-hmm. Go live. Go start you a um page on YouTube. Start a page on YouTube. Get you some get you get your followers to come over to YouTube. YouTube right now is the highest hand. Mm. And that's for all original. Okay, y'all. We come down to the bottom of our second hour. I want to thank everybody for coming on. Uh I enjoyed the conversation. 
I enjoyed having the comics come on and the people who love comedy coming on. Thank you, Tori. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, um, uh, Mitchell. Uh, all our comedians, Miss Nikki Carr, uh, we're going to put our minds together and get this money, y'all. Keisha, thank you very much. Leah Ford, uh, Diane Quarter. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you yes. so very much. Diane, Nikki, we got to put our heads together and get this money, man. I'm telling make you. This money. Don't let that money make us. Okay. I'll be getting in touch with you, darling. Thank you so very much. Good and talking to you. Like minds, I want to thank you for running the boards for us. Uh, I want to thank everybody that tuned in if they were able to. Uh, this is another one for the books. Thank y'all for coming on tonight. Uh, have a great night. Please like, share, subscribe, and follow. And we're going to learn how to do this thing and we're going to do make it do what it do. I got to get my butt back on the road. Anyway, thank y'all so very much for coming out tonight. Y'all have a great rest of the right. night. Thank y'all for coming on. Love y'all. Bye-bye.